Hi, welcome to the Ending Your Binge Eating Podcast. This is Rashonda Yates. I overcame binge eating, lost 50 pounds and kept it off for over two years. And now I'm sharing my stories and strategies to help you end your binge eating once and for all. Today, we're talking about how to finally change in the new year. Do you feel like every time the new year rolls around, you commit and decide that you're going to make changes, but then find yourself just slipping back into old patterns over and over again? Well, then this episode is for you. So let's dive in. This episode is brought to you by my three-part series, How to Stop a Binge Before It Starts. It's a video training that's under 10 minutes, delivered straight to your inbox, and helps you get through cravings without giving in to them. This four-step process helped me to overcome cravings and lose 28 pounds. You can get all that for free at sinfox.com slash Rashonda Yates. So when it comes to making changes. This can be a really frustrating topic because, you know, honestly, to change is one of the hardest things that we can do. And the reason for this is because your brain wants your habits to stay intact. Your brain fights for your habits and 97 or more percent of what we do is habitual. And as we've talked about before, when we do the same things over and over again, and we have the stories that we tell ourselves about those behaviors that we do over and over, that forms our identity. And so we say things like, I'm a runner, or I love chocolate, or I'm a smoker, or I'm a binge eater. And so the first thing that I want to share that you can do to finally change is to start by changing your stories. Now, this is something that was really, really eye-opening when I first learned this, that when we are talking to ourselves in our head all throughout the day, we're like from the moment we wake up to the moment we go to sleep, we're telling ourselves stories constantly. And this is just part of human nature. We make meaning um, out of everything that we experience. So it's not something that is a negative thing. It's just something to be aware of because once you're aware of it, then you can start to use it to your benefit instead of to your detriment. So the the first step I'm going to give you today is just to start to change your stories. If you um, say to yourself, for example, no matter what I do, I can't change. I'm out of control. I just feel so helpless. Every day is a struggle. I'm going to struggle with this for the rest of my life. Those are all stories. And maybe you didn't know this before you're hearing this right now. And this could be a huge aha moment for, for some of you. All those are just stories. They're, they're not true. They're simply stories that you're telling yourself about your behaviors. So what if you were to start changing your stories right now from this point forward and start telling yourself the story of the person that you actually want to be and how you actually want your life to look. So for example, that could be, 
you know, I'm a healthy eater. I love taking care of my body. I love having a balanced relationship with food. So when you first start telling yourself these stories, these stories that are not aligned with what your current identity is, I want you to know that it's going to feel uncomfortable. It might feel silly at first, but the key is to tell them over and over and over again. Because think about it, the stories that you have carried from your childhood up until now, you've been telling them over and over and over again. And that's why now they feel true. So how do you change your stories? And how do you change your identity? You start telling new stories and you tell them over and over and over and over again. So don't be discouraged if it feels uncomfortable. Just keep telling them. And your life can literally change just by um, being by persevering at telling yourself stories that serve you. The next step that I want to share with you is to change your context. This is mind blowing. If you can get this, that when we're getting information, that when we are reading books, um, getting advice from other people, listening to experts, we're constantly, constantly, constantly filtering everything that we see, hear, read through our current belief system, through our current ideas about what's possible for us, through our current identity. And as long as you continue to operate from that current identity, you're going to continue to get results that match what you're currently experiencing in your world. When I first learned this, it just made so much sense because, you know, I had spent years, I have been doing personal development since 2008. I had spent years reading just tons of nutrition and diet books learning so much information. Like I was a person who could tell you exactly what to do, but I couldn't get myself to do it. So what was missing was context. I had to actually change my context. I had to change the foundation on which everything else was laid in order to actually um, use the information that would get me the results that I wanted. As long as you keep trying to change external things, you're going to be working backwards. As long as you keep looking for the quick, easy tips, the advice, as long as you keep trying to fix your food, loss as the holy grail outcome that's going to make everything fine, you're going to miss the solution. So how do you begin to change your strategy when it comes to your context? Well, it starts with knowing what you want your relationship with food and your body to look like. Notice I said what you want, not what your family wants, not what society wants, not what you think other people want. Too often, we don't even know what we really want. And so we blindly chase someone else's desires. When you're clear on what you want for yourself, then As if by magic, you start to find answers to questions, support, and strength to do whatever it is that you need to do to bring that version of yourself into reality. But it starts with getting clear on what you want. And to do this, 
it's probably going to require unplugging for um for a while for a minute, you know, thirty to minute thirty minutes to an hour, um, getting off your phones, turning off the TV, being alone, taking out a journal, and just really asking yourself what you want and diving deep into that desire and making sure that you are getting to what it is that you want and not someone else, not a goal that's going to get you acceptance by other people or that's going to make you feel like you're worthy or good enough. So what do you want? Get clear on that for yourself. And then step three is to do it in one go. One of my mentors says a little different and a little better isn't transformation. You often hear people say recovery is a process. And yes, that is true. But when did something being a process automatically mean taking years or the rest of one's life? Um, Factories have processes, for example, to produce cars, gadgets, tools, food, etc., What would happen if they just accepted that it might take the rest of their lives to produce a (laughs) G-Wagon? Recovery does not have to take years. This is something that I used to believe until I found a process that worked for me. And then I realized it could actually take a very, very short amount of time. Now, It takes the time that it takes. So I'm not suggesting that anybody rush recovery, you know, or have an expectation of any kind about how long it, quote unquote, should take. All I'm saying is that, you know, don't just accept someone else's timeline for your recovery. When I got serious about stopping binge eating for good, I went through a very specific process and I was done within two weeks. What's possible for me is possible for you. So the next one um, I'm going to share, number four, is to find a mentor you can trust. Now, don't be fooled. Every successful person has help. And if you're bent on doing it on your own and figuring it all out by yourself, I invite you to get curious about why you're unwilling to accept support. I can also relate a lot to this. I used to have a big problem with people seeing me as quote unquote weak. I hated being vulnerable and I wanted to look good in front of others. I wanted to know the answers and be right. And it cost me years of my life, not to mention having deeper, more meaningful relationships and more peace in my life. There's plenty of support out there, plenty of people willing to help. So no one has to handle this alone. And you'll be much more likely to be successful and probably shave years off your time by reaching out. So consider seeking help either through a therapist, a coach, a recovery program, something. It may not be the right fit at first, be willing to experiment. Um, You might have to try some different things, but the faster you start, the faster you can start learning and find what works for you. So those are the tips that I have for you for how to finally change in the new year. But you know, at the end of the day, it kind of all boils down to this. If you want to change, don't keep doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. Because if historically those actions haven't gotten you the results that you want, 
then there's almost 100% guarantee that they won't in the future. So I hope that these four tips for how to finally change in the new year have helped. Number one was tell yourself new stories. Number two is to change your context. Number three was to do it in one go. And number four was to find a mentor you can trust. Now, don't forget to grab your free training over at sinfox.com slash Rashonda Yates. And I will catch you next time on the Ending Your Binge Eating Podcast. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you have gained any value from this episode or from the podcast in general, then I would really appreciate it if you would leave a review on iTunes. It is such a big help. It helps me to reach more people. And if you did gain any insights, I would love to hear your takeaways and how you're implementing these tools Over on Instagram, you can follow me at Rashonda Yates and send me a DM and let me know what you are using, what you're taking away from the episode, what your ahas are, things that you're seeing differently. I love having conversations with you over there. And until next time, I'll catch you on an episode on on another episode. Bye.